Welcome back to the Christian Soldier Podcast, and for our final installment of the series that we've been looking at, Dealing with Mormonism. This is part number nine in our final installment today, as we've been looking and dissecting some of the key doctrines, uh, their doctrine of theology, their view of God. Uh, we definitely know from looking at that that they do not believe in the same God of the as the God of the Bible. Uh, their look at Christ and their view of Christ and Satan and their origins, and we definitely know they do not worship the same uh, Christ of the Bible. Uh, they do not believe in the same way of the salvation and the gospel. Uh, so very mixed up and some very deep doctrinal problems. And the last one that I believe is probably one of the most um, dangerous, uh, besides salvation, of course, of Christ and those things, is that their view of what happens when we pass from this life into the next. Okay, we already talked about the three states that they believe in, uh, the, the pre-mortality, then mortality, then post-mortality, those three stages of life, and that there's we were alive spiritually before we came here to earth, and then we will live after again with a physical body in the spirit realm. Uh, of course, that's nowhere in the Bible, but the main thing is we need to look at is we know the Bible tells us that there are two outcomes for mankind when we pass from this life into the next, that our soul will either be forever in heaven if we have trusted Jesus Christ as our Savior to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And the second is to pass into eternal damnation, the lake of fire, where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched for all those who have not accepted the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. And we look at that and we know that is what the Bible very clearly teaches. That's what Jesus taught. However, the Mormons teach that there is not hell in the sense of what the Bible says. So this is what the Mormons believe, uh, is that there are three degrees of heaven. Okay, so uh, that there's the celestial, or three kingdoms, if you will, three degrees of, of uh, heaven. So there's the celestial kingdom, which is the highest level where all faithful Mormons that have kept the laws and have had all their sins forgiven. Uh, they have kept the expectation of uh, Mormonism and of the church, and those, that's for the faithful Mormons, and this is where you can be upgraded to godhood and achieve godhood from this particular kingdom. Uh, the second is the terrestrial kingdom, so it's not the same as here, uh, but these are for the mediocre Mormons, the ones that didn't really live up to the expectations and set forth by Joseph Smith and the Book of Mormon and their church, uh, so that you know, they're, they're in a heaven, but it's not the highest degree of heaven, uh, and uh, so, but they can be upgraded later into the celestial heaven after a certain period of time. Uh, then is the third heaven, or the third kingdom, if you will, called telestial. And uh, they get this from 1 Corinthians 15, 40, and 42, uh, but they believe this is where all unbelievers go, all the unfaithful and sinful people that they will suffer with, uh, in hell, we'll say quote, air quotes there, uh, they believe in outer darkness and separation uh, for a time, and then they'll be able to enter into the, the celestial kingdom. Uh, so it's the combination of, it's 
not really a word, but it's a combination of celestial and terrestrial. So it's it's uh, a lower kingdom, uh, but it's still heaven though. The three three the, the three degrees of heaven there. It's not as good as the other two, but hey, you're not burning in hellfire, and so they don't believe in hellfire in the sense of what the Bible teaches. Uh, and the best way to describe the celestial kingdom is purgatory. Uh, in that you suffer for a while and then you can upgrade and enter into the under, other kingdoms after a period of time. So that's the, kind of the best way to, to, to think of that. It's a little different but very similar type of concept. Uh, but they believe in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 40 and 42, that they get the doctrinal basis for this from the Bible, they say. Well, let's read what it says in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 40 to 42. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for one star differeth from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption and raised in incorruption. So what we see in 1 Corinthians 15, especially we go earlier on in the chapter, is very simple. It's a very simple description of the resurrection of what happens to to have the resurrection of our bodies at the last in the last day, uh, but that the glory of our heavenly body is much more than that of our terrestrial body. We see a description given as we go later on in the in the passage that you know the our flat our terrestrial earthly body is corrupt, sinful, where our heavenly body is perfect and glorified, as Jesus's body is. That's all is being spoken of here. So they read into that that there's three different kingdoms because they say the sun, moon, and the stars. There's three degrees of the kingdom. That is not what is being given here. And that's a very clear. The verse itself very clearly says where that verse is in there. It says, uh, so that for one star differeth from another star in glory. Uh, so it's saying that the difference between the earthly body and the heavenly body. So he just gave an illustration. That's all. So they get all of this doctrine from just an illustration. Very, uh, very egregious twisting of the scriptures that we cannot uh, uh, sustain there, uh, and something that also they take uh, in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 2, when it's talking about Paul uh, knew someone that was caught up into the third heaven. So 2 Corinthians 12, 2, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether out of the body I cannot tell, God knoweth, such an one caught up to the third heaven. Um, and so, and verse, then we see verse three, and I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell, God knoweth, how that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. So what's talking about here, paradise, heaven. Uh, so this isn't talking about the three degrees of heaven, uh, for there's the heavens, which is the terrestrial heavens, which is our atmosphere, and there is the, uh, the heavenly bodies, which are the stars, planets, that's the second heaven, and the third heaven would be where God abodes. So that is a very simple explanation of that, very simple interpretation that we see that in <clears throat> the Bible that is very clearly laid out. Uh, we see God created the heavens and the earth. So what is he talking about? He's talking about heaven where he abodes? No, we know that was already there, uh, but that the uh, terrestrial heavens, that of the atmosphere, the air that we breathe, and then we see the heavenly bodies, the, uh, the, the heavens of the universe, uh, because we see that described all through the Bible in that way. Uh, the stars and the moon and the, uh, the sun, <clears throat> those are the heavenly bodies. And so those first heaven is here on the earth, second heaven, 
is the universe of space, and the third heaven is paradise where God abodes. So that is a very clear explanation of that, and there are not three degrees of heaven. But most troubling is that they believe that pretty much if you don't, even are not a Mormon, you won't go to hell. There is no really, there is no hell. Uh, and what a, what a terrible doctrine to teach that, well, it doesn't matter if you believe in Mormonism, that's great, you can get upgraded to godhood. Uh, really, that's the motivation for things that I can achieve godhood, which is, I've repeated over and over again through this series, is a lie from the pit of hell and is the original lie from the garden. Uh, and also, one of the other original lies is you shall not die. You're not going to get the consequence God says you're going to have. Uh, and isn't that what's being perpetrated here? There is no hell. That really, you know, if you don't believe in God, that's okay. You're just going to go. You'll, you'll believe one day. You'll have, be in outer dark. You'll be in separation for a while. But you're not going to be. Uh, but you'll be able to get out of it. Uh, so yeah, just pay your dues and you'll be fine. And that's not what Jesus taught. Is that it's eternal and that it is forever. It is unending separation, unending fire, unending uh, torment because of our sin, the payment for our sin. Eternal, not ending, not a way you can get out of it, not a way that you can upgrade to a different uh, to heaven or to a different state. Uh, we see with the rich man and Lazarus, is that Lazarus, uh, or the rich man asked for Lazarus to just dip his tongue or dip his finger in water and put it on his tongue because he was tormented in this flame. Why would Jesus give this parable if that wasn't true? It's all, oh, it's a metaphor. That's convenient, but it's true because the parables that are always given, he never gave names or descriptions or the kingdom of heaven is likened, as, uh, likened to. He didn't do that. He gave an account of what was really happening, whether right then at that moment or that had happened in the recent past, perhaps someone that was well-known to the Pharisees, perhaps who he was speaking to. I don't know, uh, but we do know that it's very different than other par to, to the parables that he gave, and we don't believe that's a parable. We believe it's an account, a very clear description of what hell is. So Jesus is not going to contradict himself. If, if that wasn't true, then why would Jesus say it? So we must take that and look at what the Scripture says. But even in the book, of, but that aside, the Book of Mormon doesn't even teach in three heavens. Uh, they said there's one heaven and one hell. So even their own book doesn't teach that. So that's a very, very big problem for Mormons. So I hope this series has been an encouragement to you. I pray that as we talk to them, and maybe you're a Mormon listening to right now, can I encourage you to evaluate what you believe, to evaluate what you've been taught, to evaluate all of it through the Holy Scriptures, the Word of God. We know that the Bible comes from God. You are even taught that that comes from God. But if it contradicts with the Book of Mormon, which one are you going to believe? What God says or what a man said? I hope that you're thinking about those things. Maybe you know people uh, that maybe, well, I'm saved, but I know people that are Mormons. Pray for them. Keep them constantly in prayer and bring some of these things up to them. Not in a way of, well, you're wrong, I'm right, but in a spirit of compassion in a spirit of love, in a spirit of you aren't believing what God says here, and I, I fear for your soul. That is the motivation that we talk to people, because we fear for their soul. They will either, either accept or reject that. But one thing I've noticed, Mormons are always ready to talk about things and bring these talking points up to them and let them decide for themselves and let the Holy Spirit speak to them and ask the Lord to speak to them and to woo them and to bring them to himself. Well, thank you for listening to the Christian Soldier Podcast today. Don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you click down there to the RSS subscription button so every time there's a new episode that 
uh, drops every Monday morning that you'll get a notification and know uh, so you will never miss an episode. Don't forget to share this on social media. Uh, got Facebook links there and share this with people that you know so that you can uh, spread the word across the world and across the country and also so help people be informed about these specific areas that deal with our Christian walk and as we've been dealing with part number nine in dealing with Mormonism. Thank you for tuning in today and I'll see you next time.